Thank you for joining us this evening on the Lucky in Love Romance Travel Podcast. I am joined this evening by Sarah Gasparato from Spirituality Riviera Maya, and she's going to educate us on what a Mayan wedding ceremony um, includes and how you can really personalize it for your special wedding day in Riviera Maya, Mexico. Thank you for joining us this evening, Sarah. Hi, I'm very happy to be here. Thank you for inviting me. And it's a pleasure to explain a little bit more about the Mayan ceremonies. Uh, I've been doing weddings in Riviera Maya for 13 years now. And Mayan weddings just um, pop into my life 10 years ago. And from there, it was love. <laughs> so how did you get interested in Mayan ceremonies, Sarah? Okay, this is a, a long story that I will make it short. Uh, so I'm uh, originally, originally from Italy and my mom always was uh, like a um, kind of spiritual person with uh, a lot of interest into uh, native culture in general. So at home we have books about Mayans and about Native Americans in general. And so uh, I was always interested in this part. And when I moved to Mexico um, to, to work and I started working weddings, uh, actually my mom came to visit and she told me that we had to discover something about the Mayan culture. So that's how it starts for me. And from there it was a discovering of their uh, culture, their ceremonies, and their way of thinking, most of all. That is wonderful. What a great experience. Yeah, it was, uh, it was actually, uh, actually great. So I went to, uh, first of all, I've started with a temascal, that is a typical uh, purification ceremony that as well we offer. So some couples uh, that uh, want to experience a bit more they can have as well an experience the day before the wedding. So, so we have different um, healing ceremonies and uh, connecting with the Mayan tradition. So if they want an even better experience or longer experience, we have different um, uh, things available. So like 10 years ago, Mayan weddings were just um, closed in the communities because uh, what we're gonna share is actually the kind of rituals they, they, were, uh, they were doing for the past like 500 years or even more maybe. So uh, the ceremony is not the same that we had before the Spanish invasion, uh, but is very similar. So each uh, different communities have a different kind of representing the ceremony and we are going through it um, a little bit in a quick way so you can understand. Oh, wow. I didn't, I never knew that. I mean, I actually participated in some Mezcal ceremony, but I didn't know that there were differences within different communities. Yes, actually, for example, the um, Temascal, some people say it comes from the center of Mexico. Um, our relatives, we say relatives for the um, native from the north, like in Canada as well, or in the United States, they say that actually comes from Mexico, but they use it as well, like they have the hippie, right? So each community has their own way to do it. So uh, there's not just one Mayan ceremony, okay? It depends on how the people, they, they, they receive it in their culture. Um, so the most important thing about these weddings is that they are um, spiritual. What does spiritual mean or symbolic 
maybe you uh, hear a little bit more the word symbolic. Uh, so um, these kinds of weddings, you don't need a contract. You don't need anything signed because the commitment is from the heart, from the spirit. So during the ceremony, we're going to do some rituals uh, that actually will bond your love and your commitment uh, with nature. Uh, because we are here on earth because there's nature, right? And nature is the first thing that from uh, Mayans uh, is very important uh, to be, because we are blessed for everything that nature gives us. So this union is, first of all, to let nature know, Mother Earth, the heart of the sky, the trees, everything around you, that you're going to walk together in the life. So you're going to be one energy and not two energies anymore. It has a very deep spiritual meaning. And there's a lot of resorts actually in uh, Riviera Maya that embrace the Mayan culture in their design and how they, you know, present themselves to their guests. So it, it all ties in. It's a wonderful experience for anybody that ever has the chance to do this. It's also a perfect option for a couple who wants to do a beautiful vow renewal. Exactly. So you can use this ceremony for many different purposes. Actually, uh, if you don't want the wedding ceremony on your wedding day, sometimes we do the day before the Mayan ceremony with all the guests. And then maybe some people are uh, religious or prefer a legal wedding and then they can have it on Saturday. Right? Or, uh, as well as you say, vow renewal. Um, Mayan for Mayans, everything is a ceremony. Uh, so if you stay with them in the community, even drinking a glass of water is a ceremony because they know that sometimes there's no water. So, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, it's, uh, you, you, start, uh, you start like to focus on the very important things. So uh, during the ceremony, we're going to do some uh, symbolic rituals. For example, uh, you're going to pick some seeds, uh, different kinds of seeds. For example, cacao in the Mayan culture represents love. And then you have corn and um, four different seeds. Each seed represents a cardinal direction uh, because we are uh, Mayans are very connected as well to uh, the, um, our presence in this world and as well how we are connected with the universe. So uh, we are going to represent on the altar the four elements that are the fire, water, air and earth and the four cardinal points, so north, south, east and west. And just to say that we are here. And we are here because we can uh, point us in a place in the world. And uh, we are going to offer these seeds. We're going to pick these seeds and put some intention for our life together. So you, you can think about anything you want. That could be health, uh, love, respect, um, a trip that you want to do together. And after this, we're going to go with the shaman. Uh, to the, the ocean or um, somewhere close uh, in, in the earth. And we are gonna offer these seeds to nature. Uh, so when they will grow as well, all your intention will grow. So this is like a symbolic way of representing a union. And we're gonna tr go through different kind of rituals like this one. Oh, Sarah, that's wonderful. I love how they tie everything in together. It into the ceremony and what it symbolizes? Uh, well, it is very emotional. 
so uh, you're gonna just feel very bonded and connected. And another part of the ceremony I really like is the petal ceremony, the rose petal. So at the end of the ceremony, um, you're gonna pick four people from your guests. In case you are coming alone for an elopement, there's no problem, we can help you with the people in our team. And uh, so each person you will pick will have a basket of petals and they will put their best intention for you. So these people must be the pillars in your life, the most important people, the, the four directions for you. And they will join you near the altar and they will throw the petals on you while you are hugging. So this is like a, a shower of blessings uh, in order to uh, open your new path together. Oh, that's wonderful. Now, are there ways that couples can um, personalize the ceremony? Of course, yes. Um, normally, the, uh, the normal ceremony is 40 minutes, but we can have it shorter, up to 20, not less than 20, because otherwise we will lose the most important part. Uh, we can add vows, we can add rings, uh, if you have want somebody to say something, of course, we are very open. We just will tell you when is the correct moment in the ceremony, but we are very open for everything you want to you uh, put in our ceremony, no problem. Oh, that's wonderful. Now, what locations can you perform these uh, Mayan ceremonies at? We can perform them anywhere, there's no problem. We normally prefer obviously in an outdoor location because we're gonna use um, a bit of uh, a copal. Copal is an incense. So normally it's better when we are outside, outdoor, we can reach any location basically. So it could be um, at the beach, it could be at a cenote or a location that you booked already. So we, the, the only thing is that uh, you need to check in some hotels if we, if we can go in without problems. But normally we work with basically every hotel in Riviera Maya as well. Okay, let's talk about a cenote location because a lot of uh, our listeners don't know about cenotes in Riviera Maya, which are just amazing. Okay, of course. So uh, cenotes uh, in the um, Mayan culture are quite important because they are the connection uh, with the, the underworld, the other world. So uh, the cenotes are like lakes, uh, I can tell you like that, uh, small lakes uh, that uh, you can find uh, in, uh, um, uh, like in caves or as well in outdoor. So the color of the water are really amazing. And uh, instead of maybe a beach, there are a lot of cenotes that you can uh, rent as private. So you can, well, you have beaches as well, you can rent as private, but obviously a cenote can be more private because you can rent it for you, for your group. And we have, have uh, most of cenotes can fit 20, 30 people. And, and there are two or three that are bigger, like for more than 100. Uh, so obviously we need to check dates and availability, but it's a great experience as well if you want to do the ceremony in the cenote, and then you want to move your people to have dinner um, back at the hotel or somewhere else. So it's like an experience for everyone. That's wonderful. Now, what kind of decor is available for a Mayan ceremony? 
Sorry, I didn't get you. Uh, what kind of decoration is available for a Mayan ceremony? Is it simple okay. or can couples bring in, you know, flowers, lights, things like that? anything they want because we are uh, we want them to be comfortable in what their idea is so we have done ceremonies uh, very simple and we have done ceremony with big gazebo with flowers with a lot of decoration so it's totally up to the couple that's great now since i have you i could you describe a temezcal ceremony i tried doing a blog post on this and I just couldn't relay the information and, and what the symbolism is um, involved in that ceremony, which I think, by the way, since I participated in one, it, it's really, really an amazing experience. It's a very, very deep experience. So the sweat lodge or temascal, inipi as well as called, is a powerful, powerful ancestral therapy of connection with the elements of nature earth, water, fire, and air that also inhabit with us because there is a, there's a song that we call, uh, we sing in native uh, communities that goes, earth is my body, water, my blood, hair is my breath, and fire, my spirit. So the Temascal is basically an um, ancestral therapy of connection with these elements because they are all present in the ceremony. Uh, how? we are gonna lit some volcanic stones. These stones, um, what they mean? As they are volcanic, they come from the center of Mother Earth. And as well, they have the energy of the fire of the volcanoes. So those stones represent the balance between masculine and feminine. And is what we are looking for in our daily life as well inside of us. Um, because all of us have a feminine and masculine side, even if we don't think we do. So um, we lit these stones in a big fire. So there you have the element fire. And then we put these stones into the temascal. What is the temascal? It's like a, you can think about an igloo, maybe. Uh, it's like a, a construction that represents for us the belly of Mother Hurt. So it's like going inside mother hurt again to be born again so it's like a kind of rebirth uh, we, we put these stones inside the tamaskal and then on it we put some uh, special tea of herbs and the kind of herbs it really depends what we're going to work on which kind of people is coming because we do tamaskal for couples like to prepare them for the wedding but we do as well healing tamaskal for different kind of um, problems or health problems uh, so uh, we work with uh, traditional doctors as well. So what I wanted to say that this is not just a show. We really do it with traditional people that work on this from basically all their life. So uh, this is how it works, the Tamaskal technically. And for me, it is one of the most comprehensive integrative therapies that exist because you have great benefit on a psychological, emotional and spiritual ways. And that's exactly how you feel when you participate in one, when, when it's done. It, it's very different. And it actually is very enlightening and eye-opening, if that lack of a better description. I, don't, I can never describe it to get people to understand what it's like to participate in.
you know, uh, you need to participate <laughs> because it's very, as you say, it's difficult because everyone feels something different because the Tamascal will uh, start to work on your um, unconscious. So uh, while we're going back in the Tamascal, it's like going back in our mother's belly as well. So on the unconscious, uh, in our unconscious, maybe some information, some emotion can come out. So it could be really um, as well emotional and you can discover many things about yourself. And regarding the health part, at the physical level, the Temascal stimulate the lymphatic system, helps eliminate toxins, and when the temperature rises, the skin becomes like a third kidney. So the high temperature to, uh, to which we expose, basically, um, allow uh, the, all the sympathetic and parasympathetic system in the body to respond accelerate circulation, eliminate toxins. So on a physical way as well, it's very good. Yes, and you feel renewed when you're, when you're it, done. Exactly, a lot of people say, I feel reborn, because when you go outside, the, the, it's, you, you sweat a bit inside, obviously. When you go outside, you will receive like some water on your head and uh, this sensation of the water is like when you come out, <laughs> you know, when you, when you are born again. Born, yes. And, and, and so uh, the purpose of it is to make you think inside the Tamascal about the importance of like the water, the importance of breathing outside, uh, because obviously inside is a bit hot, you know? So you remember about the elements that you normally need and you don't have inside so you start to be grateful that's all the point yes to be yes. grateful be grateful for what we have exactly okay sarah now cost wise for a mayan uh wedding ceremony what is the average cost okay that depends on the on how the the wedding is how big it is because it depends as well on how many people you will bring because as this is not a show, right? So it depends on the energy uh, that we're going to have in the ceremony. If we have a small group or if we have a big group, we need to have more elements in the ceremony. What does the element mean? We have the, the shaman, as normally the people know it, uh, like the, the person um, running the ceremony in Maya. Then we have the translator in English. That's as well um, is somebody that dedicated his, uh, her life or his life to ceremonies so normally you have these two people there are the ones that lead the ceremony if you don't want the Mayan like to hear the Mayan language with the translation we can have just English and normally the um, the package that we sell more is the one with four elements uh, this package is in uh, $1,104 uh, that includes basically all the, the pre-planning of the ceremony. So if you need to, uh, to talk with me, I'll, go, I'll make you go through the ceremony. Uh, we're going to have a, a contract with all the specification of your ceremony. And uh, this is a four element that means that you will have the, uh, the Mayan celebrant, the translator, uh, the musician, the pre-spanning musician, that I really suggest you have one because the beat of the drum uh, and the beat of the rattles and all the uh, natural instrument that they will have, they will bring you just inside the ceremony and all the 
the guests you will have as well will enjoy this touch. And the fourth element in the, this, the most wanted ceremony we have normally is the saumadora. Saumadora is a lady uh, with sacred incense. We normally use the, the incense uh, in, in the ceremony. So she will wait for you while you walk uh, through the altar. She will wait for you. She, they, she will smudge you. The smudging will represent the cleaning of all the old thoughts or energies so you will get to the altar very very clean so that is the, uh, the 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 one that we sell more the four elements but we have started from one element so just the person celebrating the ceremony up to 13 elements in the ceremony wow you offer a lot <laughs> yeah so that will be with like four musicians and uh, four, uh, four ladies with incense, one from every direction. So we can do things that seems very choreographic as well, but it's not a show. So it's basically up to you. As well, it's very important uh, to choose the kind of um, uh, clothes that they want for the officiants because we have the option of pre-Hispanic clothes that I'm sure you have seen sometimes with feathers, with feathers on the head and colors. And I must say that 80% of the people really prefer that uh, style. Or uh, we have the white clothes as well. So you can have somebody just white uh, coming in white. So it's up to you as well what you prefer. I think it looks wonderful, especially for videos and photos, if it's the you know traditional clothing. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Well, they are both you know, traditional yes. clothing. And uh, it depends from which kind of the area they are coming. So normally Mayans, you won't actually see Mayans nowadays wearing feathers. Feathers, it's more from the center of Mexico. Oh. But uh, we can see that they just uh, blend together. So we have, for example, a community where the Mayan uh, person uh, likes to wear uh, the feathers right but it's not like a rule in the maya so this is what you need to know sometimes as well in many hotels they say this is mayan tradition feathers is doesn't really come from the mayan roots but nowadays it is used as well very interesting i never knew that <laughs> now you do <laughs> see this has been very enlightening even for me <laughs> okay, I'm happy. So if you have time, then on our page in the Spirituality Riviera Maya, there's a blog. Uh, and there's as well uh, one part when you say meet our officiants. So you can go through and see where they come from. Uh, we have a priestess that comes from the lineage of uh, priestess of um, Chichen Itza. Oh, wow. So, so we have very, very nice people working with us, sharing the ceremonies. And then we have, for example, another article in the blog explaining the difference between pre-Hispanic, so with feathers, and white traditional clothes, what are the difference. So uh, if you want to know a bit more, there's a lot of information already. Sarah, this has been wonderful. I'm so glad we got to speak and share this information with um, our listeners. Thank you so much for joining us this evening. And y'all, stay tuned. This will be on Podcast Garden soon. Thank you so much, and bye-bye from Maya Riviera. Thank you.